This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly sponsored by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. As a city supporter, we know you value delivery, and McDelivery is up there with the very best. You'll always be winning with McDelivery because just like Kevin De Bruyne, McDelivery puts your order right on a plate. So the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered as well. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for you tomorrow. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. As the battered and bruised blues limp their way home from international duty, attention is turned to the modern day foe. City hosts Liverpool in Jurgen Klopp's favorite time slot, but will injuries threaten to derail the champions on their quest for domination? It's Wednesday, November 22nd. I'm Adam Booker. I'm Adam Howard. I'm Ollie McCool. And this is the City Report Podcast. Welcome back to the show, chaps. Welcome back, listeners. And Adam, a, a very big welcome back for you. It's been months, probably, since we've had you on. Uh, how are things with you? Yeah, very good, thanks. I mean, I remember last time I come on was, um, I think Amos made a joke about how you always wheel me back for the international breaks. Um, cause I think I did that for October and September, and I just missed my missed my window of opportunity. Well, I did actually. I've just about made it. So, But it is kind yeah. of a preview for the game, so it's not quite internationals, but... Okay, I managed to get myself here for November internationals. Yeah, you do get to talk about real football this time, which is good. Uh, Ali, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Much in the same vein, I'm glad the international break is basically over now. I mean, I mean, all focus for us is now back on this game, isn't it? So that's great, because it's just woeful in comparison. You weren't enjoying England playing North Macedonia or the US playing Trinidad and Tobago in a dead rubber second leg? I'll be honest, the only game I watched, the only game of football I've watched in City in Chelsea is Rico Lewis's England debut. And that was literally just because it was Rico Lewis's England debut. And what a game it was, by the way, 1-1 against North Macedonia. But at least our little fella played well, so that's all that really matters. Yeah, how, how did he do? I was going to ask, because I, I had a, the day off yesterday, and because I'm so engrossed in football when I'm working... I just totally tune out on the days I'm off. So I I knew that he was in the starting 11, but uh, did he play well? 
I mean, apart from one of the most egregious penalty decisions I've ever seen, um, where he was basically penalised for jumping twice his height. Um, well, not, obviously not twice his height, it's an exaggeration, but he played really well. He, he, the, the games that we see from him, from City all the time, where he's just smooth and efficient in coming into midfield and you know running forward, having a shot at goal, having a shot on goal, played the exact same game here. Him and Phil Foden just looked completely in synergy together when they were you know, passing the ball between each other. Jack Grealish as well. Um, it's quite clear who plays for one club and who doesn't at, at, when it's at England because City boys just play. When they're passing between each other, it's like just magic really at times. And Rico Lewis just fit perfectly into that. But the game itself was dire, as you'd expect. Adam, do you see a world in which, what year are we in? 2023, 20, I don't know, 26, 20, 2030, there's an England 11 that's more than 50% City Academy grads? Definitely. I mean, just last summer was the under 21 Euros and that was, there's so many City boys at the heart of that. You know, James Trafford stepping up in the final, Taylor, Taylor Howard Bellis was captain, obviously Cole Palmer, he's done, he's got his senior call up as well as Rico. Um, Phil Foden, he'll still be there by that point, I'm sure. And hopefully he'll be in his prime, then well into his prime. And hopefully that'll be, we'll have had, we'll have seen an end to the the boring debates of, oh, will he, will he get to the potential? Is Pep holding him back? Because he won't be, he'll, he'll be, he'll be the man at that point. And this will, the, 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 the academy just continues to produce some incredible talent. And I don't think that's shown any signs of stopping. Yeah, maybe one day there'll be a uh, World Cup by proxy in the in the City Trophy cabinet. Um, but then again, it is England, so that's that is doubtful. Uh, all right, let's move on to to the real football. And and like I said in the intro, um, City host Liverpool at the weekend in the early slot. Um, unfortunately, with the international break, and it's not just a City problem; it's a football problem. We have to talk about injuries. Um, there was a whole host of them for City during the break, Ollie. Um, just to go through the list, Ederson had a, a knock, Nathan Ake, Matias Nunes, Sergio Gomez, how much he would feature against Liverpool, I don't know. But um, we already know about John Stones, Mateo Kovacic, and, and Kevin De Bruyne, obviously out long term. Now, the latest update I've seen from a few hours ago is that Ederson, Ake, Nunes, and of course, Erling Holland, who left uh, for Norway with, with a foot injury, are all probably likely to be in the team this weekend against Liverpool with Stones and Kovacic definitely out. Um, first of all, is this the classic case of call an ambulance but not for me? Or um, are there some real injuries here that we have to be worried about? I mean, there might be one or two of them might be genuine concerns. I think Kovacic's is a couple of weeks uh, beyond this weekend, so we've got to be aware of that. But um, I think most of them are being their international teams and the player being more aware that. You know, these are dead rubber games for a lot of these clubs, for a lot of these teams. And, you know, when the biggest game of the season so far, always one of the biggest games in the Premier League um, is around the corner, you don't want to be risking unnecessary injuries. I mean, for example, I just I just think of Rodri playing 86 minutes against, was it Norway or Scotland, one of them, um, on over the weekend. I just think, what what on earth are they doing? letting him get away with that, you know, because you see clubs all the time, pull, pull players out of international duty, even before it begins. And this time, what is it? Nunes, Nunes came out with discomfort. Uh, Harlan came out with a little knock on his ankle or his foot. Edison withdrew, but obviously, you know, there's the travel there as well. You know, Argentina play Brazil tonight. 
um, which just seems crazy. We're not going to get Julian Alvarez back probably until Thursday, Thursday afternoon now. So, and he'll st- and he'll still probably play against Liverpool. Um, the schedule is just getting more and more insane, and the injuries keep piling up. And we've seen injuries be a much bigger issue this season than I can remember. Um, ACLs, ACLs being torn all over the shop. It's absolutely horrific. Um, but frankly, I do think a lot of the a lot of them are just small ones. They're, they're these annoying little muscular injuries, what Pep calls niggles, um, and they're just going to keep happening and keep happening. But I think we should be all right for Liverpool, really. I mean, the, the big loss is John Stones, obviously. not have it. If he's not fit, then it is a big loss. But, you know, you keep your fingers crossed and hope until Saturday morning that, he's gonna, that he might just make it. Yeah, Adam, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm a bit torn here. I think the fact that we saw a few of the City boys dropping out before they had to actually play in any games kind of gave me the feeling that... Um, I'm not going to say there's a little collusion going on, but but they knew there was bigger bigger fish to fry down the road. Um, and, and like Ollie mentioned, a lot of the international games during this break were were dead rubbers. Um, are you concerned at all about the growing list of injuries? Um, we've seen City deal with it in the past, but the squad seems to get thinner year on year. Um, and, you know, a game against a resurgent Liverpool who kind of have that that buzz about them again, that energy that they, they seem to used to play with. Um, is there any concern on your end going into and it has to be mentioned, the early game Saturday morning? Um, I think it's natural to have a slight bit of concern because, like you say, it's early on Saturday. Like Ollie said, Alvarez won't be back till Thursday. Edison, if he is available, he won't have... Um, well, obviously, he came back early, didn't he? But um, South America, Alvarez, he'll be back late. Um, the list is a little bit long for my liking. Um, I think modern football... The way it's going, you know, especially for a, a club who wants to be competing on all fronts, like City, you're getting 60 games a season. Um, they they tried at the start of the season to add more football by by doing more lengthier uh, stoppages, uh, stoppage time uh, periods, I should say. Um, so, like, like we've seen, there's been so many injuries, and it's obviously definitely a concern. Um, but I do think, like you alluded to, it's definitely, I would say, I like to think it's a case of players. Uh, having bigger fish to fry and t- seeing it as a taking a precaution precautionary uh, methods to ensure that they're ready for this game because Manchester City v Liverpool in this modern era is bigger than most international games that aren't at a major tournament. I think it's just one of those games that the, every player loves to play in and they all want to be fit to play a part. I mean, there's concerns when De Bruyne got injured that our squad wasn't big enough, especially having let go Cole Palmer and James McAtee. We had a bit of a boost to the midfield with Kovacic and Nunes and you know Daku's in the attack as well now. But um, yeah, it's having seen so many players go down, it's not uh, exactly comforting because Liverpool do look quite a force again this season. So you want all you want all your best players at your disposal for a game like this. And naturally, if you got a few doubts, then it's going to be um, a bit of a concern, especially when Stones was a big miss against Chelsea. Um, so especially against a team like Liverpool who are so energetic in their attacks and directs that Stones would be a great help. So I think Stones, like you say, is the is the main one that we need to that we'd like to have back as soon as possible because um there's big fears about that injury at first, but it does only seem like he's he's closer than first feared. But yeah, I think well where compare that to Kovacic and Nunes, they've not had a lot of football um as like in terms of starting in these regular league games. So 
Stones is the the main man to keep an eye on in terms of uh, the injury list. So we'll see how that looks. But um, I think you, I think with a uh, with Manchester City and Pep Guardiola, we've had injury troubles in the past, and we do seem to get through it. Yeah, you're right to focus on Stones, but we have seen City deal with without him for large portions of this season already and and seem to be okay. Um, we obviously do see the difference when, when he is on the pitch and the ability to play a completely different system than than, uh, than they do without him. But one man I want to focus on, Ali, is, is Julian Alvarez. And of course, he's he's not on the, the injured list, but there might be a little question mark hovering above him, as both of you have rightly pointed out. He's got a big game tonight as we record. It'll for tomorrow for the or yesterday for the listeners um, against Brazil that he will probably play 90 minutes in um, and we'll be back late Thursday probably and that gives you you know all of Friday and and none of Saturday because it's the early game to to get ready for Liverpool um, how big of a blow is that because when I when I look at the the injury list you know we obviously know about the more long-term ones but Nathan Ake, Matias Nunes, Sergio Gomez, and, and Mateo Kovacic. These are probably players that weren't going to see the starting 11 anyways. Maybe Nathan Ake, maybe Kovacic. But in the big games recently, we've seen Gavardiol, we've seen Bernardo in midfield, or, or Stone stepping into midfield from defense. Um, but Alvarez, we've seen what he can do against Liverpool. In the 4-1 last year, no Holland, he, he, he shone. So um, how do City cope? potentially, this is obviously some speculation here, potentially without Julian Alvarez on Saturday. Praying and hoping for the best. Um, I mean, he's, he's a hu- he, he'll be a huge loss if he's, if he's not available for it. Um, I remember, was it after, I think it was after the last international break, Peps, we all expected him to miss a game for similar reasons, pretty much playing his last game of the break late and then getting back late. But he still played, I think he still played from, from the start anyway in it. Um, it just shows how important he's become to Pep this season, um, especially um, without John Stones, his ability in midfield to be that, sometimes be the extra man in the forward line, sometimes be the extra man further back in midfield. Um, it's really, really useful. His skill is, I don't want to call it irreplaceable in the squad because I think there's players who can step into it, but the way he does it, the way he plays is almost irreplaceable because we don't have another elite finisher who isn't Haaland, but who can also do all that work in the midfield areas as well. I mean, Bernardo can do all the work in the midfield areas. Foden can be a a kind of quasi forward midfielder, but he's also much better out on the right wing at the moment. Uh, It's a really, really difficult one. If, if Julian Alvarez is out and I, and I, I do wonder you know, whether Pep just says, okay, I'm just going to play him anyway. I really do wonder because he, you know, if, especially if we don't have John Stones available, if John Stones isn't available, then it is, it's going to become more difficult because I think Pep is going to be spooked by that Chelsea game where it was more chaos ball. It was, a, it was far more open. He will know we can't do that against Liverpool. I know it'll be at home and it's a bit of a different atmosphere and all these, and all these little intangibles. But you cannot go into a game against Liverpool that open. You know, we're going to see Jack Grealish come back in on the left wing. We're going to see Bernardo in there somehow. We're going to see Foden play. Um, he's not going to want to run the risk and, you know, play Rodri holding on his own without anyone next to him. You know, I imagine it'll be Bernardo next to him. If maybe, maybe Rico Lewis, because those are the two types of players you can kind of see in that, um, especially with Kovacic out. It's just, I just wonder how, if Alvarez was declared not fit or, or he wasn't declared fit to start, then that becomes a real issue for how you put together a, for, a kind of midfield forward line it's for this game, um, which just, as I say, keeps making me think Pep will just say, fuck it and play him anyway. Adam, we've seen 
a few players this season that when we lose them, they've had to be replaced by committee in the sense that not one person can, can replace them. John Stones is probably one of them. Um, Rodri certainly has been one of them. We've seen, we had, you know, three games to experiment without Rodri and all three were, you know, went poorly in their own way. And all three were totally different looks from Pep. Um, I think if anybody on the list of needs replacement by committee, it's, it's Julian Alvarez, isn't it? Because as Ollie said, you know, there are things that Julian Alvarez can do that, that, you know, Phil Foden can't do. There are things that Phil Foden can do that Julian Alvarez can't do and so on and so forth. But like Ollie said, it, it's going to take probably multiple players to replace Alvarez. So let's, let's step into this hypothetical world. I don't necessarily see this happening, but in a world where Alvarez is not ready to go Saturday morning and you have to put out a starting 11 without him, uh, without Kovacic, without Nunez, how does how does Pep try and replicate those legs in the kind of midfield forward area? Um, is it Phil Foden stepping into midfield and and Doku coming onto the to the wing? Um, you know what? How exactly do you attack that without what Pep has described as an undroppable player? Um, it's very, yeah, it's very tough. Pep called him undroppable for a reason, um, and I think if De Bruyne hadn't got injured at Burnley, I'm not sure. Alvarez would have been propelled into this role that he's had this season because I think since De Bruyne got injured and Alvarez has been starting, I mean, he started a lot last season, don't get me wrong, but the the way he started this season, the way he's just winning games on his own, he's been that decisive figure in the final third. He's offering so much on the ball and off the ball um, in that kind of just behind the striker role. It's just, it, you, you can't replace that with any of the players in our squad. And I think if, I think if you don't, like you say, if you don't have Kovacic and Nunes or Alvarez, I think it would have to be seeing someone like Foden coming inside. As, as much as we, we all said we want it, we all we don't know how effective he actually is there. There's still some um and an ah about where his best position is. But I think it'd probably more likely be um, so potentially, say, a Kanji's doing something of a Stones role like he has done up in places this season. And then I think it'd be sort of like what we saw at Leipzig, if you remember, because Alvarez was on the bench. Um, so I, I think Rico would be further forward as kind of like an 8 or a 10 um, with Grealish and Foden in the attack. I don't think Doku started at Leipzig. I can't actually remember what the setup was, but I remember Rico and Foden just had this, like Ollie alluded to earlier, just had this synergy um, in the attack. And I think Rico, uh, as, even though he's, what, five foot six, Alvarez is quite quite a short guy as well. So I think he's got... I think he's got the legs in him that Alvarez has and that, that fight and just the the ability in the tight spaces is so valuable against a team like Liverpool and um, his just the intelligence he's got on the ball and I think the energy he brings. He's, he's got a lot of skills, Rico, that I think Pep would look to utilise in a more advanced role than if he was playing as like a alongside Rodri in a pivot. All right, before we take a quick break for, for part one and, and come back and do some city trivia in part two, Ali, I want to look kind of big picture, big picture a bit here. Um, obviously, we're focused on the Liverpool game at the moment, but you know, only three days later, City are going to face Leipzig. Three, four days after that, you have Spurs. And then three days after that, you have Aston Villa, who themselves are, are you know, a really difficult team to deal with. So how do you deal with a run of fixtures in which you know, you basically can't rest on your laurels at any moment because, you know, every single one of these games, probably bar the Leipzig game, it's going to have major impacts on on the standings. 
I would say put that put that question in an email and send it to the sports science department in Manchester City because if if I knew the answer to that then I'd be then that's where that's where I'd be. Um, it's going to be really difficult, but we've seen City come through these before. You know, we yes we have a smaller squad. Yes, it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but um, it's just figuring out how to manage workloads. You know, we, I don't think we'll be seeing a lot of the key players playing 90 minutes in these games they'll be playing 60 70 minutes and if some if by some magic we're you know 3 nil up against liverpool harlands coming off if by some magic we're you know 2 or 3 or 4 up against leipzig you know maybe maybe that's you know when you start bringing oscar bob on you know spurs is a similar similar situation it's going to be about more workload management because a lot of these players are going to be playing the same. A lot of these players are going to be playing in the same games. We don't have the number of players to, you know, keep rotating the squad like we used to, especially in midfield, especially in forward. You know, I think the one position where we can constantly switch between two players is at left wing in the attack between Doku and Grealish. And even then, it's two completely different players. So you're opening up another kind of debate or how to approach games there um it's it is going to be a challenge but um you know it's just one of those things you've just got to take it as it comes and get on with it and the thing is you get to the end of this run and you know we faced Chelsea we faced United we faced Liverpool we faced Spurs we faced Villa that's five huge games off our schedule and and by then and you don't want to ever underestimate a team you know City have lost to teams further down the league many 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 times especially in our even even in our big title winning campaigns with Guardiola but it's going to ease up a little bit the fixtures will be heavier but the kind of importance of them or the kind of level that City need to play at is going to be a lot lower than it is going to be against Liverpool, for example. So it's, they've just got to be kind of thinking two, three weeks ahead at the moment. You know, not the players, but the people behind the scenes, they've got to be thinking two, three weeks ahead. Right, OK, this player can't play this game, but he can play this game. He can't do this game, but he can do this game. And then, you know, we'll probably get to January and hopefully still be top of the league by at least four points and, you know, see what happens from there. But it's just, it's just getting getting to that point now, I think. Yeah, and I think these games, these um, current injuries we have as well, as we mentioned earlier, a lot of them are quite minor. So the squad will be bigger when it comes to these games. And once, like you say, once the big ones are out of the way, um, hopefully if we've got a few results under our belt, we can build that rhythm in the in a hectic schedule, which might allow us to throw out... I mean, we've got a couple of Champions League games where we could throw out Oscar Bob and um, a few of the fringe players of the squad. Hopefully Sergio Gomez, if he's back from injury... Um, Calvin Phillips might even get a look in. So yeah, I don't think it's much of a concern having such um, a hectic schedule just yet because I think these injuries are quite minor. So I think we'll I think we'll get through it. All right, that'll do for part one. We'll be back in a moment after this quick break. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com away days are great but there's nothing quite like playing at home the etihad stadium really is wonderful at this time of the season and the same goes for McDelivery. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. 
at participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com welcome back to the city report podcast if you are new here please hit follow hit subscribe leave a rating leave a review unless it's a shit one that is the best way for us to get this show out to more blues like you all right it is time for everyone's favorite game inspired by my ever existent ongoing identity crisis who am i uh adam ollie you both know the rules yep yeah all right yeah all right listeners just quickly if you are new here and you don't know the rules to this I have a city player in mind, past or present. I'm going to reveal clues about this player one by one. And Adam and Ollie and you guys at home will be competing to get the answer as quickly as possible. So just recently, we have had Philippe Sandler, Costal Pantilemon, Gail Clichy, Ferran Torres, Ben Johnny. So, so there's a wide range of options here. Now, Ollie, pick a nation, please. Well, I won with Georgia last time, so I'll stick with it. All right, Georgia. Adam, pick a nation. Uh, Djibouti. Djibouti it is. All right, please do not shout out your nation until I have read the clue in its entirety. All right, here we go. Who am I? City was the only English club I played for. City was the only English club I played for. Listeners at home, if you think you know the answer at any point, let us know at City Report at City Report Pod on all social media. I'll let that simmer. Clue number two. I have won seven top flight league titles in my senior career, but only two with City. I have won seven top flight league titles in my senior career, but only two with City. All right, next clue. I was in the PFA team of the year for the 2017-18 season. I was in the PFA team of the year for the 2017-18 season. All right, prepare your Djiboutis and prepare your Georges because this one might just give it away. Diego Maradona called me up to my national team despite having only made 11 professional appearances at the time. Djibouti. Adam? Is it Nicholas Otamendi? Didn't know you won seven league titles. Yeah, he won one in Argentina. Let me see if I still got his info. Couple with Benfica, he won one, maybe? I don't know. one in Argentina, one with Benfica, two with City, three with uh, Porto. Porto. I believe that's seven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah decorated career. And a world champion as well. So, uh, Adam, congratulations! You are this week's winner of Who Am I? <laughs> Ollie, were you were you closing in on that? Did you have Nicholas Otamendi in mind? Yeah, it was. I was ca- I was counting through, but I forgot his spell at Porto. Um, 
I was go- I was going, how many is he? He hasn't been at Benfica that long, but you know, some you win, some you lose, but that was a good one, that. Yeah. All right, listeners, let us know at home if you got it, at City Report Pod on all social media. Adam, thank you very much. Enjoyed it. Enjoyed the uh, my first taste of who am I. Yeah. Well, I think I think Joe is probably our our longest running champion now. But then again, he had like four or five goes on the very first episode. So, Ali, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much for having me, listeners. Thank you very much for tuning in. Until next time, see you later. Make sure you're geared up for Man City's end of season running with McDelivery. Great food delivered right to your door. By using McDelivery, you won't miss a moment of City's crucial running, and just like Kevin De Bruyne, they deliver your order exactly where you want it. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. Are you in? At participating restaurants only, 18 and plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.